This is Minnesota Today for Friday, March 10th. I'm NPR News reporter Jacob Alloy. Here's our top stories right now. The University of Minnesota's Board of Regents greenlit an estimated $950 million request to the legislature related to the U's plans to establish a medical system on campus. $300 million of those dollars would go to acquiring several buildings on campus currently owned by Fairview Health Services. Fairview is pursuing a merger with South Dakota-based Sanford Health. Senior Vice President for Finance and Operations Myron France told the Regents today that amount is the ceiling for negotiations over these assets. There's a question in our mind about any payment at all, given the nature of these assets and their commitment to this public purpose. State lawmakers have requested more information on the use proposal, including a business plan. Activists occupied the site earlier this week and were removed by police. The Minneapolis Public School District says people whose personal data was accessed during a recent ransomware attack will be given free credit monitoring. Elizabeth Shockman reports. In an online update, the district said there is an ongoing review to determine exactly what data was accessed in a ransomware attack the district is calling an encryption event. It says the review will take time and that it will directly contact individuals whose personal information was involved. It's also promising to provide free credit monitoring and identity protection services to those people whose, quote, legally protected personal information has been accessed. The district is telling people to change their passwords for online personal accounts that may have been accessed on MPS devices. It's also warning people to report threats or suspicious messages to the district and to avoid sharing information posted by the hackers who perpetrated the attack. I'm Elizabeth Shockman. Jim Miller, the Lakota spiritual leader whose dream led to the creation of the Dakota 38 plus 2 rides, has died from cancer. Miller's nephew, Todd Finney, says that his uncle's compassion for others was the embodiment of the ride's mission. He was one of the few men in this world that I, I could see him say, I love you to anyone, and I knew that he meant it. He would sit there and tell us how much he loved us, and he would tell us how concerned he was for our future, and I'd watch as this hardened veteran would shed tears because he loved us so much that he wanted better for us. In 2005, Miller dreamt of Dakota people on horseback returning home to Minnesota. The ride became reality in 2008 with descendants of the executed men in the group, raising awareness of the 38 Dakota men who were executed in Mankato in 1862. This journey was repeated each year until the final ride this past December. A celebration of life for Miller is being held this Saturday from 1 to 9 p.m. at All Nations Indian Church in Minneapolis. And here's a look at what else we're following. Attorneys for Hamlin University are asking a federal judge to dismiss a defamation and religious discrimination lawsuit from a former art professor. That's Sepik reports. The private college in St. Paul declined to renew adjunct professor Erica Lopez Prater's teaching contract after she showed a 14th century painting of the Prophet Muhammad in an October art history class. For many Muslims, viewing depictions of the Prophet is forbidden, and a Muslim student in the class complained to Hamlin administrators. Lopez Prater alleges she suffered reputational damage after school leaders called her actions Islamophobic in a campus-wide email. She also alleges religious discrimination. In a new filing, Hamlin argues that Lopez Prater never presented proof of a discriminatory motive. The school's attorneys also say terms such as Islamophobic are statements of opinion and do not constitute defamation under the law. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis. 
In sports, the Minnesota Vikings announced today they've released home state star Adam Thielen after a decade with the team. Thielen is a native of Detroit Lakes and played at Minnesota State Mankato before signing with Minnesota as an undrafted rookie wide receiver in 2013. He ranks third in Vikings franchise history in receptions and receiving touchdowns and was named to the Pro Bowl twice. The Vikings also announced today they've waived cornerback Cameron Dantzler after three seasons in Minnesota. They are the latest moves the team has made to clear room under the NFL salary cap. Earlier this week, they released longtime linebacker Eric Kendricks. And here's a look at the weather. More snow is on the forecast across the state this weekend, and even more could be on the way next week. NPR meteorologist Sven Sundgaard says there are indications a storm could affect the region late next week around St. Patrick's Day. Models are all over the place with this St. Patrick's storm, so it's definitely not set in stone yet, but something we're definitely keeping our eye on, the potential that somewhere in Minnesota could see a heavy snowfall and temperatures are going to stay pretty steady here in the 30s, but that's below normal by next week. The normal high is in the upper 30s to low 40s. Sven says the weekend's snowfall will likely be highest in northern Minnesota, with 10 to 14 inches possible in Duluth and up the North Shore by late Sunday, two to five inches expected in the Twin Cities. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Jacob Alloy. We'll be back on Monday. Until then, enjoy the weekend.